Hi, I'm Dr. Sabrina Black and welcome to Mental Health Monday. Today's topic is anger and this is part two. If you've seen any of my previous posts, you know that my goal is to give you a few quick tips on different subjects that will help you deal with life, with relationships, COVID-19, and beyond. So please like and share, leave your comments so I'll know what resonates with you. I'd love to hear how you're processing all this information. I would even encourage you to do a watch party and share this with your friends. There are lots of great topics out there. I talk about grief. I talk about stress, perfectionism, fear, and more. So be sure to watch, like, and share. So let me start by saying that anger itself is not a bad thing. I mentioned that in part one, but it's the way that we handle it that makes it good or bad. Many people don't realize that anger is just one letter away from danger. Go ahead and write it down and look at it yourself. Anger, one letter away from danger. But you no longer have to be in bondage to your anger. And you can also share this with other people who you know are suffering and struggling dealing with their own anger issues. So how you handle this can impact your life now, in the current present moment, and in your future. So it's very important that we learn how to manage our anger, that we learn how to understand what's going on with us so that we can respond in a more effective way that helps to build our relationships and not tear things apart. You know, anger has many faces and many expressions. We talked about that in part one, from blowing up to clamming up. But no matter how you express your anger, it's going to affect you physically and emotionally. It also will impact your relationships. I want to tell you that anger can be dealt with. And that's what we wanna talk about now. I wanna give you a few tips and techniques that's gonna help you handle your anger. So you know what my number is, right? <laughs> my number is eight. So I wanna give you eight things that you can do that's gonna help you deal with anger. Now, you probably have already heard, you know, just go walk it off, and that helps. Count to 10, and if 10 is not enough, count to 100, that helps. You've heard breathe, and I say it all the time on every message, I say breathe basic four, seven, eight count. So let's do that even now. Inhale four, hold seven, exhale eight. You ready? Again. And you can do that eight times. And so you've already heard some of these things, but I wanna give you eight things that you can do to help you deal with your anger. And all eight of these start with the letter A. Number one, admit that you're angry. That's the first thing to do when you feel yourself getting tense and uptight and it's like, ah, just admit you're angry. First, admit it to God, then to the other person or the situation that you're angry about. You wanna admit it after you've taken time to just write it down first. Because once you write it down, you can clarify what you're really angry about. So one, admit it. Number two, abstain. Abstain from whatever your first immediate response is. Don't say it, don't do it. Abstain. Try to picture a big red stop sign. And so whatever your first impulse is, is probably the wrong impulse. Usually our first response is our worst response because it's without filters. So don't do it. Stop. Abstain. Number three, be aware of your triggers. You got to locate what your focus of anger is. What's setting you off? Is it the fact that you're disappointed? Are you discouraged? Are you feeling disrespected? Is it failure or potential failure? Is it expectations not being met? Do you have a fear of rejection, injustices, loss of control? What is your trigger? So admit it, 
abstain from your first response, be aware of your triggers. Then analyze, that's number four. Analyze your options. What could you do? Every situation has multiple choices. It's not, well, this is all I could do. This is all I could say. There are multiple choices for every situation. You wanna look for a different solution than your first idea. Number five, then take action. But before you take action, remember your ABCs. Always be calm. Move when you're ready. Move when you're ready to remain calm, to restore hope, and to reconcile the situation. If you're not ready to do those three, three things, then don't move just yet. So you have to prepare to take action. Can you remain calm? Can you restore hope? And can you reconcile the situation? That's number five. Then number six, adjust your tone. When you are upset and when you are angry, yelling and screaming, getting loud, does not help people listen to you. All that does is make people tune you out. If you really wanna be heard, whisper. When you lower your voice, people lean in to hear what you're talking about, to hear what you're saying. But if you scream and getting all loud, it's like they plug up their ears because nobody wants to hear that. So adjust your tone of voice. Whisper, talk slowly when you are angry. Number seven, arrange your posture. So sit down when you're angry or stay seated if you're already seated because when you stand up, your anger heightens, it gets escalated and you don't wanna escalate the situation. So sit down or stay seated, arrange your posture. Then number eight, you can simply agree to disagree. I don't have to agree about everything you say and you don't have to agree with me. So if I'm angry, I can agree to disagree. We may not see eye to eye and that's okay, but we certainly should not spend our time going tit for tat. These are eight things you can do to handle your own anger. But what if you're dealing with an angry person? How do you handle that? So let me give you eight things again that you can do if you're dealing with the anger of somebody else. So one of the questions I often encourage people to ask is, what would you like for me to do? I mean, really, what would you have me do? But the key word in that is would, W-O-U-L-D. What would you like for me to do? Because when I'm asking that question, I'm remembering that would is an acronym for watch my tone of voice, offer choices, help them think through options, use the person's name. When you call somebody's name, you bring them center, you help soothe them. So if I'm upset and angry, and you say, Sabrina, it, it like it jars me and it brings me back. If you say, Sam, George, Cecilia, it, it, it brings the person back center. So use the person's name. Then L, listen without defending yourself. Don't prepare rebuttals. So W, watch your tone of voice. O, offer choices. U, use the person's name. L, listen without defending yourself. And then D, don't make demands. When you're dealing with an angry person, the worst thing you can do is make demands and don't give ultimatums and don't retaliate. When you give an angry person an ultimatum, they will usually take the thing you don't want them to take. So don't say things like, oh, you just got to change or get out of here because they'll start packing their bags and you really don't want them to leave. Or if you say, well, if you don't do what I want you to do, I just won't be involved there. They'll leave you out. <laughs> so be careful about giving ultimatums, especially to an angry person. So those are the first five steps right there in the word would, W-O-U-L-D. Then number six, listen more than you speak. 
we've been hearing that since we were little kids. God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. We should listen twice as much as we speak. When we're listening, we give the other person a chance to get out what they need to say. And sometimes all they need is simply to be heard without interruption. So listen more than you speak. Number seven, if the person is saying things that you could agree with, then simply say, you know what? You're right. And if you disagree, you can go, hmm. And so I find in the conversation sometimes, I may not be agreeing with anything and I just go, hmm, hmm. Or I can say, you know what? You're right. Because sometimes when a person is angry about something, they really are right. It's just that we don't like the way they're expressing it. We don't like the way they're saying it. We don't like the person who's saying it. Or we would wish it was coming from someplace else. And so we don't always want to just refute what an angry person is saying. Listen, remember? Listen twice as much as you're speaking. And if you agree, say, you know what? You're right. And if you disagree, just go, hmm. <laughs> and then number eight, remember the relationship. Because the relationship is the most important thing. Whatever the person is angry about, whatever the argument or fuss is about, remember when this is all over, when the anger has dissolved, will you be okay? Will the relationship be okay? Will the two of you still like each other, love each other, and want to be in each other's company? Or will you be ready to walk away? So when you're dealing with an angry person, you don't want to escalate with them and respond because you're trying to remember the relationship and you're trying to keep the relationship intact. You know, when children are angry, sometimes they pout, they cry, they have tantrums, they slam doors, they throw things, they stomp on the floor. And these behaviors can also be seen in adults who are being childish or who are acting like children when they don't get their way. And so, you know, when I'm dealing with children, I always want to give you at least four other things you can do for children. So you got eight ways to handle your own anger, eight ways to respond to angry people, and now I want to give you four things you can do with children. These things that you can do with children would also really work well with adults. So especially if they're acting like a child. So do consider them. Number one, go take a nap. It's funny. I remember being little and how when we were having tantrums, my mother would just, just send us to bed. Go lay down. And sometimes you really do need to just go lay down because sleep loss or a lack of sleep can cause irritability and anger. You may just need to go sleep it off. So have the child go take a nap. Number two, you can have them create a collage of angry faces. And so give them an old magazine and a, a stick of glue and a sheet of paper. You do not need scissors for this exercise. And you don't want to give an angry person scissors, a child or an adult. So just give them a magazine, some paper, and a glue stick or some uh, Elmer's glue. And if you don't have glue in the house, you can make glue. You guys remember that. With a little bit of flour and water, it makes paste. So with this collage, they're going to tear out every angry face that they see in the magazine, stick it to the paper. By doing this, they get a chance to see what it looks like to be angry. And maybe they'll see what they look like too. So take a nap, make a collage. But number three, you could role play with the child. You can let them be the person or thing they're angry with and you could be them just to give them a chance to see how they look and how they're behaving. This exercise should almost be exaggerated and humorous and funny even as you role play this out. Then number four, 
You know, the word works. So always consider giving them scripture. You can give them scriptures to memorize and recite, or you can even simply have them write it out 10 times, depending on what their age is. You know, some of my favorite go-to scriptures when you talk about anger, and it's the one that everybody recites. Don't be, a, be angry and sin not, and don't let the sun go down on your wrath. And that's found in Ephesians chapter 4, I think around verse 6 or so. Uh, yeah, Ephesians 4, 6. In your anger, sin not, and don't let the sun go down on your wrath. But then in Ephesians 4, 29, that's another one of my personal favorites. It says, don't let any unwholesome communication come out of your mouth, but only that which is helpful for building up the other person, that it might be a benefit to those who hear it. So if what you're getting ready to say is not going to be a benefit to anybody, just keep that to yourself. If it's not going to build the person up, keep that to yourself. Don't let nothing unwholesome come out of your mouth. Then we know in James chapter 1, 1920, he says, you know, brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the fruit of righteousness that God desires. And so think about that, how we can instill those truths into our children at a young age, and they can grow up reciting the word of God to themselves. You know, Proverbs is full of wisdom. And so in Proverbs 29, 11, it says, fools give full vent to their rage and to their anger, but the wise bring calm in the end. Proverbs 15 and 1, a gentle answer. That's that whispering that we talked about, that talking slow. A gentle answer turns away wrath. But a harsh word, that's going to stir up anger. That's going to cause some stuff to escalate. And then the last one in Colossians 3 and 8, it says, but now you must rid yourself of all these things. And anger is at the top of the list of those things. Rid yourself of anger, of rage, of malice, of slander, and Filthy language from your lips. And so scripture is wonderful to help you when dealing with your anger. Now, of course, you know, there's so many more things that we could say, but if you think about it, I've given you eight things to do if you're angry, eight things to do if you're dealing with an angry person, four things to do if you're dealing with a child. That's eight, eight, four. That's 20 things already. And so, of course, there are many more, but I pray that these things have been helpful. I'm Dr. Sabrina Black, and this is Mental Health Monday. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please remember to like this, to share this with others so they too can be blessed. If you are in need of immediate help, you know you can find me on Psychology Today, or you can simply go to my website, drsabrinablack.com. Again, thank you so much for listening, and I look to see you again soon.